Hello and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline Podcast, the weekly paranormal podcast where we cover all sorts of paranormal tales from all over the globe, if you believe in such things as globes. My name is Kaylee and I am joined by my co-host Oshin. Hello there. How are you this week, Oshin? Have you seen uh, anything paranormal or, you know, just a normal week? Uh, just a normal week. Can't really complain. I'm in good health. You're just rubbing it in, are you? You're like, oh, look at me, my fucking perfect, perfect health. Yeah, whatever, all right? <laughs> I'm still sick. <laughs> okay. I'll get over it, though. But uh, like I said, I'm built different. It's just taking my... My body's like... Well, I'm scared for people around me because it's going to like create another variant because obviously I'm so strong that the virus is going to build off of me and become some sort of manifestation oh. of the coronavirus. If it doesn't, and it's just going to rampage, man. If it doesn't die in you, it'll it'll be stronger than ever. Exactly. It's like, uh, I'm like Naruto, and I got the QB. <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry, I can't keep doing this. All right, anyway. <laughs> I have a candle lit for you, friend. Thank you, thank you. So, this week on the podcast, uh, I wanted to flip things around, turn things over by taking us down under, and look at some spooky monsters in the dear old land of Australia. Ooh. Now, some would argue that everything in Australia is a cryptid, and to some extent, you are correct. But perhaps the most widely known cryptid in Australia is known as the Yowie. Have you ever heard of the Yowie before, Ashin? The Yami? The Yowie. Yowie. Um, Yowie. Literally Yowie. Well, I haven't heard of an Australian Yowie. <laughs> yes. The Australian Yowie. I'm not talking about the Japanese kind of Yowie here. <laughs> well, let's steady on. Your favorite form of entertainment. <laughs> um, um, this is not true. Yeah. The Yowie is kind of known as like the Australian Bigfoot. And it's often referred to in a lot of Bigfoot evidence because, you know, there's, you know, big feet all over the world is the big argument. You know, they have to be real if they're being sighted everywhere. Is it Bigfoot or Big Feet? I was wondering that too. I did When I was writing it, I was like, Big Feet, Big Foot. Just but I'm going to go with Big Feet. That makes mm. sense because one, one foot is a foot, two feet. It's like in, in the... Yeah. Lord of the Rings, like the proud foots, proud feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even Jane Goodall said that there's a chance that Bigfoot might actually be real. And one of the things she references was the sightings of familiar creatures from all over the globe. So like the Yeti, the Yowie. Uh, in China, you have the Yaren. And in America, you have the Bigfoot. But the Alaskan Bigfoot is probably the scariest one, to be honest. Um, that's the one that's actually killed people and shit. And we covered it before in an episode where it scared off an entire village because people just kept dying every time somebody went into the woods. Hundreds of people died because something was killing them in the woods and they all left this ship or this fishing village because of it. So steer clear of the Alaskan Bigfoot if you ever are going to go hunt a Bigfoot. There are sightings of Bigfoot in other places too. Like here in Ireland, there are Big Feet. Bigfoot? Big Feet. Big feet. Bigfoot sightings. <laughs> but we don't really have a name for it in Ireland. Um... Ireland, in my opinion, doesn't have any forest that would support life for a Bigfoot. Like, maybe a few thousand years ago, but definitely not in recent years. I just don't think there's anywhere to hide. We used to have a lot of forests before the Brits got them down to make boats back in the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, there so was, yeah, tons then. of forest. That would be plenty of space for a Bigfoot to hide. But I don't think there's anything nowadays. People argue otherwise. I've never seen anything, so I can't say yes or no. I don't know. What do you think? Bigfoot in Ireland? Uh, I mean... There's a lot of hidey holes in Ireland, 
No, there's not. <laughs> there's barely any hidey holes. Plus, trust me, I've been looking for them. Up the mountains. Yeah, but the mountains are not covered in forest. If there was a Bigfoot walking up around there, you'd see it. Sure, there's not a lot of forest anymore either. Yeah, there's not much mountain either. <laughs> I mean, he's probably not around anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there could have been. Um, like, I'm pretty sure the snow, or what's it called? The, uh, po- the polar bear actually originates from Ireland. I mean, anyway, look, we're getting off yeah. track of here. <laughs> what I'm saying is there used to be support for big creatures in Ireland. There's not really any more. Before researching this episode, I actually knew very little about the Yowie. Like, I had heard about it, uh, but again, it was just kind of used as an argument to support Bigfoot in America. Mm-hmm. So this week on the episode, I wanted to take a look into the Yowie, and I have dug up some terrifying stories, and I can't wait to tell you about them. <laughs> I'm ready to be terrified. So to begin with... The name Yowie actually has a bit of a mysterious origin. No one's 100% sure where it came from. Some theorize that the name came from the aboriginal word Yahoo, which is literally as it sounds. It's just like yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the original name for the Yowie. I don't know if that's where the website got the name from. But I assume Yahoo is just a thing that people tend to shout anyway. You know, like Mario, like Yahoo. I don't know. You, you sometimes call someone a Yahoo. like. Would you? In what sense? Like, you know, say there is a couple of heads going and you're like, ah, look at them two yahoos there now. <laughs> no? No, I've never heard that. Uh, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, there's a load of different names for them as well, though. Like in parts of Queensland, they are known as the Quinkins uh, and as the Jugabina. And in parts of New South Wales, uh, they are called the Grindaring, the Jurawara, the Mingguang, Mingguang, the Putin... Putikan, Dulaga, Gulaga, and Thulaga. And I swear these are like Star Wars characters. Just doesn't sound <laughs> like if I ever need to write a Star Wars character, I'll just go to the the Aboriginal names for the Yaoi because they're just insane. The <laughs> Gulaga, I love that. That's great. The Dulaga. Those three sound like siblings: the Dulaga, the Gulaga, and the Thulaga. <laughs> Why does everyone have such big feet in Star Wars? Chewbacca, man. Chewbacca's <laughs> a fucking. That's him. It's <laughs> him. The Yaoi. <laughs> yeah, but there's a ton of different names for them, and that's just in Australia alone. I wonder if it's like, did they try to name the individual ones? Like, did they give them different names? Like, <laughs> yeah. if we translate these to English, isn't just like, hey, there's John, there's Ben. <laughs> oh, there's, there's um, do it. But a man named Robert Holden wrote several stories about the Aboriginal beliefs in the Yahoo creature, and he wrote this in 1842. This is a good while ago. The natives of Australia believe in the Yahoo, this being they described as resembling a man of nearly the same height with long white hair hanging down from the head over the features, the arms as extraordinarily long, furnished at the extremities with great talons, and the feet turned backwards, (laughs) so that on flying from man the imprint of the foot appears as if the being had travelled in the opposite direction. Altogether, they describe it as a hideous monster of an unearthly character and ape-like appearance. So, right off the bat, (laughs) this is totally different to Bigfoot. And I would say it got Australianized. Like, they took Bigfoot and made it a hundred times scarier. (laughs) So it's got, like, white, long white hair that hangs down. uh, Extraordinarily long arms. So, like, I'm picturing, like, down past the knee kind of arms. Talons? (laughs) Like... (laughs) And Cut the feet shreds. are turned backwards, so it looks like it's running away well, when that's it's a, running at you. That's a, 
That would be a pretty cool evolution, like, to prevent you getting, yeah, like, like, hunted. In what world would that evolutionarily, like, be an advantage to running with your normal feet? No, it's like, no one could, no one could, like, follow you home by following your trails. Yeah, but they absolutely could as, as soon as they figured out that your feet are on wrong. <laughs> That's so disgusting. <laughs> but, like, right, my question is, like, does the bottom of the feet look like it's, you know, flipped the other way? Or do the feet come out at the heel? Like, are they properly backwards? Because I feel I like they'd fall forward a lot. There's some sort of reason why this isn't a well, thing we see in other primates. I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know, they run on the, like... The balls of their feet, so it's kind of like more. Oh, I don't like that at all. Oh god, that really creeps So me it's out. like an, an extra joint, you know. <laughs> maybe, like maybe that's why they're faster. They can spring more, you know, because they have big feet, you know. They have the talons too, so they can really grip into the ground, you know. Mm. The hair as well. The hair comes all the way down past the shoulders. Like, like the Sephiroth. one thing about the Yowie and are the Yahoo or the Yowie and all the descriptions is it kind of doesn't have a neck. This is getting more and more like nightmarish yeah it doesn't look as human as Bigfoot Bigfoot's kind of just like a hairy big guy just kind a hairy of like an blur. ape but a person whereas the Yahoo's kind of more like a it's like somebody bonked it on the head and just sunk its head into the ch- into the shoulders mm. it's terrifying looking and uh, the chances of holding a Vegemite sandwich are increasing yeah, just stick it on the talon oh that'd be sick like a little cocktail stick yeah, also, guys, just a quick note. I meant to say at the start of the episode. The Patreon is back up and running, and if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so there. Uh, you can gain access to the Discord, and we are always on there talking about paranormal events, posting images, and talking about the episodes, and posting images from the episodes. So if you'd like to support the podcast at all, you can do that there at patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline. Right, so there's a place in Australia that's not so far from Brisbane that is supposed to be the place to go if you want to see a yaoi and it is called wooden bong i'm sorry what it is called wooden bong <laughs> wooden bong yes i wonder why there's so many cryptid sightings there uh, yeah this is like the place to go i think i sent you a picture of it um yeah i sent you a picture of it on google maps because um there's wooden bong on the map and then just up above <laughs> just up above it on google maps is a p- <laughs> Just above it on Google Maps, there's a place called Bald Knob. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's so funny. I can't believe that. How can that be real? Like, (laughs) like, and, um, like, uh, I know that, like, is Bong, like, from Billabong? Like, you know, like, type of. I couldn't tell you. Tell me what Bald Knob means. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. This is another one. Like, if you're if you're from Australia and you can shed some light, please. I'm dying to know why is it called this place. Yeah, exactly. Um, but wooden bong is completely. <laughs> uh, wooden bong is completely surrounded by forests and national parks, so it definitely looks like the ideal place to see a yaoi, because it's just mm. surrounded by forests. Um, there's one story in particular from the 1970s that cemented Wooden Bong's reputation. Uh, I'm going to say Wooden Bong as many times as I can. Wooden Bong resident Thelma Crew said that she saw two of the creatures in her Richmond Street yard in the late 1976. And she said, I didn't turn on the kitchen lights straight away because it was such a moonlit night. 
I stood at the open window looking at the view. This creature walked onto our lawn from the next door vacant lot and stood there for two or three minutes looking towards me. He was sort of flexing his arms in a circular movement in front of his face. The creature then moved from the side towards the bedroom where my husband was sleeping. There was another creature of exactly the same height and appearance standing under our bedroom window. They were about five feet tall and covered in tan-colored hair. Their heads seemed to be sunk below into their shoulders. So kind of like I said, it looks like someone bopped him on the head. Mm. I couldn't see the facial features properly. They had they had a shuffling kind of walk. I was much too close to mistake it. So she knows it wasn't like a person. It was like a creature of some kind. And it's not mm. very tall in this description. Like there's a few descriptions of the Yowie being kind of small. And I'm not sure if it's like a separate creature or if it's like a baby Yowie. Mm. Uh, I do like the idea that the creature couldn't actually see her in the window, like when she was looking out at it. Like, all it could see was its own reflection, and it was just flexing its muscles, because she said it was, like, <laughs> flexing its arm around. So it's like a little baby one that just walks up to the window. Because, like, imagine if you lived I, I, in the forest, you wouldn't see your own reflection very much. I'm picturing it doing, like, the John Cena hand in front of face thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if you, you can't, can't see me. me. <laughs> Uh, and then it gets embarrassed and runs off when it sees her. <laughs> but these ones are, um, they're kind of more, they're, literally there's two descriptions of the Yowie. And one of them is like a five foot, fo- five foot tall, small, hairy, brown, kind of furred, kind of small thing that uh, is kind of less intimidating. And then you have the, the kind of terrifying <laughs> Yowie that's the huge Night- talonous monster. Yeah. And like this one is just flexing in mirrors and looking cool and wandering around somebody's yard whereas the other one is like ripping dogs to bits the, <laughs> like it's just the duality thing. of the yaoi yeah pretty much maybe it's like uh, a wear yaoi you know if like if it's the small one and then if it's a full moon or something it turns into the big one <laughs> that'd be interesting if you if, if, if you can't handle me at my, <laughs> my my talons you don't deserve me <laughs> my five foot it's just that's <laughs> the small one but uh, a man named Tony Healy, a cryptozoologist and the author of a book called The Yowie in Search of Australia's Bigfoot, said the first sightings could be traced back to the ancient Aboriginal stories about hairy men. There's always kind of some sort of story like this. In most cultures, there's like a weird hairy man story. I'm not sure why. There just always seems to be. I mean, even here we have stories of like the puka, you know, like the shadow creatures. And mm. there's loads of like hairy men stories. Yeah. But Mr. Healy has interviewed dozens of Aboriginal elders across Australia and has said indigenous people have had warned early European settlers about the creatures. And Mr. Healy said there were many testaments given to explorers, missionaries and settlers in the 1820s and 1830s by Aboriginal tribespeople who had seen hairy men. So all over Australia when people were coming there, you know, they say, <laughs> it says in it, explorers missionaries and settlers but you know they were terrible people in australia the, the bad men like, <laughs> yeah exactly you know? like they make it sound like so innocent but i can't i can't imagine why an aboriginal person would want to scare these people away by telling them these big <laughs> creatures um totally makes sense but uh hmm. i have a theory as to how the yowie got both the name yowie and yahoo and it all okay. stems back to an interview that i found with a man in Australia in 1976 and you're you're gonna love this I think this man is an unemployed playwright so one day him and his friend are walking alongside a lake in Australia 
and they notice something moving in the lake. And what emerges turns out to be a yaoi. Uh, I'm going to include a piece of the interview here in the podcast because it's insane and I don't think anyone would believe me if I just told this story. Well, my friend Jack and I were going for our normal early Sunday morning walk beside Lake George. And um, we were walking along the edge of the lake on the far side, away from where the road is. And uh, suddenly we noticed some ripples in the water and slowly a head emerged. And at first we thought it was some sort of ape that had been taking a swim, but... As more and more of it appeared, it um, showed that it wasn't neither an ape nor a man of any sort. It was sort of a um, a cross between the two. Um, it had the marks of intelligence that a man bears, but the fur, long shaggy fur, more like an ape. But it stood at least 14 foot tall by the time it emerged from the water. 14 feet? Yes. Um, well, how did you actually go about capturing it then? Well, um... When it caught sight of us, it reacted rather strongly and cried, Yahoo! And um, charged towards us. And as it got nearer and was about to make the kill, it started crying, Yowie! 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 In a voice similar to that, though not quite the same. Um, whereupon my friend, who was the more adventurous of the two, tried to make communication with it. Um, it appeared not to respond. In fact, it just responded by grabbing him and between what was just his thumb and his forefinger, um, holding him high in the air, and then bringing it to his mouth and biting off his arm. It ripped his arm off. Right off, yes. Now, this was quite a shock to my friend, of course, but it appeared that it was more of a shock to the, the um, Yawi, who fainted when it saw the blood, I think. And uh, my friend now was becoming much more excited about this fainted Yawi than about his missing arm. Um, and he suggested we should try and bind it up. Now, luckily, we had some rope, and we did this. Um, bound well, how, how, did you, how did you fit a 14-foot yaoi in a cage this size? Well, that was a problem, yes. Um, what we had to do is we, um, one of us had a saw by sheer luck, and we cut it off above the waist and just brought the top half back and put it in there. We noticed that immediately we uh, cut off the top half. The, um, the wound healed of its own accord. Mm -hmm. And by the time we got it back here, new legs were already forming. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that? <laughs> Fantastic. That, wow. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. Yeah, the Yowie, like a Pokemon, shouts its own name. <laughs> and it's 14 foot tall, like. <laughs> it can grab a man between his index and thumb. And just... <laughs> I love this so much. This is the best interview I've ever seen for any cryptid. Um, yeah, it bites a man's arm off, then faints from the blood. <laughs> then they bound the, the yaoi, so they tied it up and then cut it what in two. What use is his friend going to be? Like, oh, get that rope. What's he going to do other than just hold the rope for a minute? He, he didn't help you bind that, mate. <laughs> One arm. I like to think they, they tied him up with the guy's severed arm. <laughs> they used the <laughs> arm as a rope. Um, it's just tied in there. And with, with one arm left, he cut the yaoi in half with the saw. Like, that would be so hard to do. <laughs> Even if you had a sharp saw to cut this hairy but thing in half. Um, yeah, it fainted from the blood. And then they bound it, cut it in two, put it in a cage where its legs grew back. Like Deadpool or something. <laughs> like, 
It's so good. Um, yeah, anyway, I hope to God that man was taking the piss. Like, But Australia in general is absolutely massive. And very little, little of its land is actually occupied by humans. There's so much wilderness that's like very dangerous to explore that it would make sense for something this huge that could live there. Uh, that wasn't like identifiable. But yeah, that's the sighting anyway of uh, the Yowie. Do you think he was taking the piss or do you think he was being genuine? <laughs> um, I think he has a good imagination. He um, never actually said what happened to the body. He just... Um, yeah, it's kind of like, that oh, it's in, that, it's, it's in that cage, is it? Also, yeah, yeah what happened to his f- armless friend? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's like, uh, like, oh, it fainted when it saw the blood. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's a lot of blood, and then his friend still helps him. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's if you point. bleed that much from like an arm missing, man, if at we were, no if, point do they go. <laughs> if we were at a lake and a yaoi tore your arm off, I'd be gone so fast. <laughs> it would not be sticking around to see what happens. <laughs> who, who, which of us would be the person to try make contact? I don't know if it was fourteen foot tall. I don't think I'd be going anywhere near it. Although I probably I, would I'd do something ready. stupid. I'd probably try and walk up and slap it in the face or something. You would know you can outrun me. If it's 14 foot tall, how deep was the fucking lake, man? Like, I assume oh, yeah. it's a gradual slope. It's got to come up slowly. Did it emerge like it was in a hair, like, a shampoo commercial or something? The flip. It's kind of sexy, though. Yeah. Yeah? Maybe I would make contact with the Yowie first. There's a lot to go around. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the legs, you can take the upper half. Jesus if Christ. If it regrows like a worm. Get the saw. <laughs> Do you think his brain would regrow or what? If you cut him down the middle? Oh, that's weird. I think I think I I think that's really cruel. And no one should do that. I think cutting him off at the waist is cruel too. Yeah. Also biting somebody's arm off is pretty cruel. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, um, there's a website called yaoisightings.com that lets you register your sighting of a yowie, and it's actually very cool. Uh, the vast majority of them take place in the eastern side of Australia, so near Brisbane. It's like, I would say 99% of the sightings are on that side of, of Australia. There's hardly right. any sightings anywhere else. And I think it's because it's mm. like the side that's the greenest, so there's like trees. I have it on good account that Mad Max is somewhat of a documentary, so... Oh, is there any yaoi's in Mad Max? Uh, not that I know of. There's a, there is a big man in one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting website. I suggest looking it up to anyone who's interested in the yaoi, because the people put up their stories there too. It's not just like a sighting. You can click on a point and it will be like, oh, I saw one from my car window, or I was camping, or, you know, it's really, really cool. Um, we don't have anything like that in Ireland. <laughs> I feel like we need no. one in Ireland for UFO sightings. It, they're happening more and more. Yeah. To be honest, though, the Yowie is very, very like the American Bigfoot. Like, maybe not in looks, but definitely in the way it, it's, like, researched by people. Like, people find footprints, maybe some fur, and the odd picture or photograph that will be debated. But very little else. There's no physical evidence, really. Of like, there's no bodies or poop or anything that's ever discovered. Bigfoot research and Yowie research always seems to be on the cusp of confirmation. Like whatever you read about it, the research is always portrayed as almost definitive, but never really steps into the realms of being scientifically confirmed. It's like the blue balls of paranormal research. It's just, <laughs> it's always almost the there, you know. 
And it's pretty much the same for the Yowie and the Bigfoot. I couldn't find anything more definitive about the Yowie than I could the Bigfoot. They both have been around for a long, long time. The natives of the lands have found them way before settlers arrived, or whatever you want to call them. Before the white people got there. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, before it ruined everything. Yeah, that's pretty much everything about the Yowie. What do you think of it? Do you like the Yowie? Yeah, I, I like I like the idea of it. Just the idea uh, of it? No, no, I, I like it, yeah. Yeah? Do you think it's better than Bigfoot? I do love that story. It's great. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> that was on like, the news, man. That was like Australian <laughs> news. It's just insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, he really sells me on it. Um, yeah, yeah, he's really good at it. I, I like... I want to have. I want to see the interview with his friend. <laughs> he's just there with his arm up his shirt. <laughs> I mean, it would be a cool story if your arm got ripped off by a yaoi and you could tell everybody that's what happened. Um, I, I like... Well, I, I, I mean, I don't like how nightmarish some of the descriptions are. It's definitely even, even like, more paranormal than Bigfoot in some ways. Like, yeah. Bigfoot's never been cut in half and grown back his legs before. Um, <laughs> Bigfoot don't have talons. Yeah, doesn't have talons, like, doesn't have backwards feet. Backward. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid creature. <laughs> Hang on now. <laughs> It's just you want to say that when it's on all fours, like oh god, coming for you. <laughs> Don't like that. No, I'm just kind of peckish since you mentioned it at the start the Vegemite sandwich. Yeah, man, right. Vegemite sandwich, big fan of that kind of thing. You like Vegemite? I like Vegemite. Yeah, I like uh, Marmite too. Oh, you're yeah. sick, man. It's disgusting. Yeah, can't stand it. Yeah. Anyway, it's paranormal, I guess. Yeah, that is paranormal. It's just <laughs> disgusting. It's really nasty. Oh, I wonder if that's how you could trap one though. If you put like a Vegemite sandwich in a in a pitfall <laughs> trap or something. Trap the yaoi. Uh, We're on to something here. Or, or, we gotta write that down into the book of how to catch things. We're on to something here. We need to get a book first and then we need to write down how to catch things. Because we've, we've come up with other yeah. theories before. Um, yeah, that's all we have time for this week. If you do want to read more about the yaoi stories, I definitely recommend checking out that website. Uh, it has a lot hmm. of interesting stories on it. Also, if you are interested in ghosts and haunted forests, you should check out a new horror documentary by Rubicon Films. Uh, this film is the first in a series of documentaries exploring the paranormal, hauntings, myths, and folklore from an array of different subjects. Uh, we're not sponsored by them or anything, it's just something that looks super interesting, and I know a lot of our viewers would be interested in it too. Uh, in this film, director George Pobov I really hope I was saying that right. <laughs> Explores three of England's most haunted forests and the terrifying tales behind them. From spectral dogs to vengeful spirits and true crime. It is really, really cool. And like, there's so many amazing stories in these forests that are so old as well. Um, but it's definitely worth checking it out. And it's available to rent or buy on Prime Video, Google Play and on YouTube movie rentals as well. Um, but yeah, that's everything we have time for this week, guys. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.